the Tangent Lounge. I'm Gary. I'm Dory. Just Dory. We are continuing this fabulous potathon. As I'm trying not to pop <laughs> my piece too loud. Uh, so things have been happening. Lots of uh, lots of things to cover. Um, Dory was talking about something, and now I'm. Oh, yeah. That we're celebrating. Thank God that we saved the airports during the Revolutionary War. That's important. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a step back. Oh, and that we beat Cor- Cor- Cornwallis. General Cornwallis in the Revolutionary War. Okay. Are these things puzzling you? A little bit. They but... fucking should. They're wrong. Uh, oh. Our leader. Tell us the truth. Probably somebody Chad voted for. Um, Come on now. <laughs> I didn't vote for him. I might next time. There it is. Hey-o. <laughs> so uh, he was given his big 4th of July extravaganza speech. And of course later. The one that bankrupted our nation? Yeah. Yeah. That one. <laughs> That one and yeah. destroyed the streets with mm-hmm. tanks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, the tank note though, I can't be too big of a dick about the tank note Why? because tank girl. Well, there's that. Truman, Eisenhower, Capote, Kennedy mm. had tanks and parades, so I can't go. Oh, it's all Trump. It's not. It's happened in the past. However, they knew better than to say in Khrushchev that we that we um, cleared the airports and secured them. During the Revolutionary War, he said that you could Google it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's on there. Okay. And about Cornwallis, how we, you know, defeated him, not in the Revolutionary War, in the War of eighteen twelve, which we don't celebrate on the Fourth of July. Clearly, syphilis no, we, is eating her, his brain. Yeah, I mean, we celebrate that on the fifth, right? The uh, sixth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seventh is the airports. As long as we're always celebrating. <laughs> so, frequent listeners may already know since I've been on the show. Twice, uh, <laughs> that I definitely lean more conservative in some areas. However, uh, let's let's be perfectly clear. I did not vote for Donald Trump. Thank you. Uh, it is really surprising to me, even as a conservative, how people will apologize and ignore all of the stuff he says. Right. It, right. it is getting comical. Like if I had stood in front of a classroom. And said that one of the kids, at least one, would the have awake gone, one, yeah, would have gone woke, woke. I don't. Swole. Oh, don't get me fucking started on that. Um, <laughs> would have said, "Hey, it says here in the book that twelve-year-old dot 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 twelve-year-old yeah. would have known that, hmm. right?" But he's blaming it on the teleprompter going out because of the storm. So how does the teleprompter going Stay out? Stay sexy, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> How does a teleprompter going out change his brainwaves? Yeah. yeah. Hashtag science. Yeah. I don't know. What they don't believe in. So that's fine. I mean, all he really does is just get up there and riff, right? Like you can tell by his I, it's not even a speech style, it's a lack of style. Like it's, it's a ramble. Repetitive ramble with stops and jerks great. and lots of greats and reverses. Bigs. He's just up there winging it. Like yeah. is there any more disappointing job right now in the White House than speechwriter? Yes. Yeah. Why bother? Yeah. Or do they even have one? Because everybody has like a like a, a temporary like a free association. Yeah. yeah. Do they call it a speech when it's free association? <laughs> they call it beat poetry. Maybe maybe that's how yeah. they should do it. Instead of saying that there's going to be a press conference freestyle. Um. That um. There's going to be a White House open mic today. Yeah. <laughs> that should be it. Yeah. That Anyone with it. orange flesh tone can approach the nice. Mic. Oh, my God. Well, so I just had to say that. Because typically we don't get, like, hugely, you know, political on this show. But that's the... Eh, come on. Why not? That's 
And here's the scary thing that I think is that this might be happening. The one? Okay. That one thing. That, you know, ah, he's rambling. He was voted in. Theoretically. Yeah. And he's like rambling. Blah, 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 and everyone's following him and all the press is following him and reporting on him. And somewhere over here, somebody's working on shit that we're not paying any attention oh, to. Yeah. 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 It, any attention including to. Including him. He's also doing shit we're not paying attention and to. And I've done enough. Cool he's not paying magic. attention to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I, that thing scares me that there's somebody who actually has a brain or like maybe a gang of people who have brains. Uh, that was the way it was with Bush. It was here. Let's pay attention to the gays. Oh, we don't want to have gay rights or anything like that. Dingle, dingle, dingle over here. Look at the keys. Yeah. Dingle, dingle, dingle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the meantime, you know, Dick Cheney's over here. Planning World War Three. Yeah. But again, not to be the contrarian, but I mean, it's not just the Republicans. Like this is oh, how politics Oh, absolutely. Oh, always has. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not a fan of the Democrats right now either. They need to stop infighting um, and get their shit together or it's not going to happen. It's only a matter of time before one of us ends up on the ticket, too. I am on the ticket. Okay. I, I, didn't want, I was going to announce it, but you kind of stole that oh, thunder. Oh, sorry. So sorry. that's a lot. going to wait till next I'm episode. I'm the 400th candidate. Okay. Democrat? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it might be a good time to mention our Patreon. <laughs> Oops. <clears throat> I'm just going to go on the record right now, Dory, and say I, he I, wouldn't. I can't vote for No, him. he wouldn't vote for me. Not at all. But I think you'll agree with me, though, that I'm over the woke. I'm over that. Mm. Not only is it grammatically incorrect. And overqualified. It's, it's, it's getting to a point where people can't do anything. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Anything. Uh, oh, oh, hey, you know oh, what? Oh, we what? keep forgetting, and we forgot last time. Oh, oh, the interrupt thing. The uh, break. Yeah. So that Mrs. E can put drop in the things. Yep. So let's talk right here. You are listening to the Tangent Lounge featuring Electric Gary and Dory Just Dory. You can find us on Podbean, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, thetangentlounge.com, and thetangentlounge at gmail.com. And we're back. Yeah, there it is. Um, <clears throat> a friend of mine wants to direct a play uh, that is has it's a gay-themed play, right? A gay play? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Mm. N- no? No. Like, what, what I thought mean? they were all gay. Nope. No. Um, because Can we talk about where they live. Is this a community level theater? Is this... Well, it's, it's a fringe situation. It's not here, but... Um, the 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 environment it's there around a uh, fight a flaming barrel yeah what I don't get that okay should I get that you know when you people with fingerless in. gloves are warming their hands around the barrel fire oh right. yeah anyway anyway wow that was a stretch I'm gonna let him have that one though but anyway um hand it over so no they would have to uh, contact the gay community to get permission the gay community the, so I asked him I go who's king of the gays there that you can ask for you don't ask. Uh, okay. I did a lot of theater in San Diego, all kinds of theater in San Diego. You do a, th- a play. You don't ask fuck all except for the rights. That's it. Yeah. You don't ask anyone's fucking opinion. Well, do you think anyone will get bothered by this? They just did a show at the Majestic, uh, Judas Iscariot, where um, there's a Arab American character in it. Well, nobody Arab American auditioned. So they cast a white guy. They did not paint his face. He did not do anything that was overly Arab. He had a slight accent. That was it. Oh, and he wore my fez. It looked pretty cool. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I understand blackface. It's not working out these days. No. Seven people wrote the theater complaining. Seven white people. 
that an Arab American person might get offended by that. Because we want to be offended on your behalf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not one Arab Heroes. American person went. Give fuck one. Yeah. Nothing. So who I'm was little, it though? What the? What the performer? I shouldn't probably say that. <laughs> well, the performer. I mean, it wasn't his problem. I mean, it wasn't his fault. He I mean, was. It, I mean, he was told to. It's in the. It's in the script. Was he doing a really hard apu? No, he okay. was not. He was not. That sounds like a, a drug, from like sounds the, like the mid eighties. Yeah. Getting back to a, Gary's GI problem. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you realize there was an issue? Hard apu. Hard apu. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I just. I, and I'll probably get a lot of like, oh, you're a horrible person and you, you deserve to die and la, 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 la. So that's just me. I don't know. I, I'm just tired of it. Sorry. I, I mean, mean I, I had to turn in my liberal card, which makes me feel bad because people my age who are like really super liberal, we're looked upon as conservative now. Well, yeah, you're old. Yeah, well, there's that. I mean, there's that. But I mean, who's got gray hair at their temples? And you watch Fox you, News 24 hours a day. I mean, it's, Do I? I don't. Well, I know I do. You know what, though? You should. And I'll tell you why. Because if you watch only your camp, then you have a limited knowledge of what's going on. Exactly. I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh and NPR. It's because Both. you like the pretenders. Okay. I oh, gotta nice. Tell you, I got to tell you, I've got a guilty pleasure, but I can only make it about 30 seconds in. Parcheesi? Alex Jones. No! Oh. Do you know that he, I am older than Alex Jones? <laughs> so, no way. <laughs> no way. Yes, For I those am. listening, so Chad actually deal with had Alex a completely Jones. shocked look on his face. Alex Jones is exactly like a strip club. And here's how. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> you stay away for, from it for like a decade. And then all of a sudden you've had a few beers and you think, you know what? I'm going to listen to a little bit of Alex Jones <laughs> here and it's going to be fine. And then you fire it up and all of a sudden you start thinking, people believe this shit. And this guy could be my daughter. And you want to throw up. Yep. If you could just listen to him as a comedy piece, it's great. Yeah, if you can, if you can separate, it, it, yeah, it is. It's like Clive, uh, Clive, what's his name? The guy from Portland who has kind of like the conspiracy radio show every night. Clive Owen. That's an actor. Clive Cussler. You can stop. Okay. I, <laughs> I think she means uh, Lars Larson. No, no. No, 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 not Lars Larson. His name is Clive something. I'll look it up. Anyway, okay. we're killing time here. But anyway, so that was the part where we're not supposed to talk about politics, but we did anyway. Okay. Well, let's make a hard shift then because we have a story. My mom was born Thank God. in 1953 in Okinawa, Japan, to an American serviceman and a Japanese woman. And until a month ago, we had no idea who the man was. Oh, shit. Is this why you asked me here? <laughs> We do have a slight resemblance. <laughs> he looks just like his grandfather. That's so weird to have a picture of somebody that you look exactly like, but you have no idea who it is. We had a first name. We knew he was from Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we had a picture. One picture. Well, two pictures. And that is all. My mom is now 65 years old. Six. And we never knew who this was. So mom, her whole life, had kind of had this hole in her knowledge of where she came from and who she was. So I she had done 23andMe last year sometime, I think, 23andMe. And uh, so then I remember asking her around Christmas time, like, so did you look into all those people you're related to? Did you email any of them? She's like, no. 
So then I got Gary 23 and me for Christmas. And it took me until about May to get on it, but uh, he was okay with me e- reaching out to the folks. So I emailed about 15 of his first cousin or second cousins that were on the list. And I kept looking at this one who was from Georgia and she had eyes like his. And so I emailed her and I, and I Facebooked her. And after about a week, she got back to me. And she said, yeah, that's my uncle. That's my uncle. I know who that is. And so we were messaging back and forth and come to discover, we found out who um, your grandfather was. So did anyone in that side of the family know that this was a possibility or that this had happened? At, at the point when we contacted them, no. They, she was a total surprise. Although her brother, half-brother, said that he wasn't that surprised because apparently their dad was a flirt. So uh, Grandpa, Grandpa passed away 10 years ago in 2009, but turns out Mom has two half-brothers. And we went to Texas and met them. And we spent 30 hours sitting around a table, eating and talking with people we'd never met before. And you would think it would be uncomfortable, that you'd run out of things to talk about, that it would be awkward. And it was amazing. Everyone was super nice. The family, extended family came for a barbecue on the third day and brought their kids. Everybody's kids were just delightful. And it was kind of a dream yeah nice. they gave gary's mom a, a two huge photo albums one with the entire family tree Whoa. and all these family photos with everybody labeled and we're just like this is your grandma this is your great grandma these are your cousins this is you know it was just it was like we'd known them all our lives so it was amazing yeah her aunt our my great aunt came in from georgia who was his brother uh her, his sister his sister i'm sorry the sister of grandpa and she is a f- she's hilarious she's one of these uh, real uh spunky southern gals carries a gun <laughs> i mean she's she's something else and now every- they're talking about coming to visit us here in oregon they've never been to the northwest before and it's it could not have been a better visit it was really amazing so many ways it could have gone oh so absolutely many. yeah so many the- so is there anything can touch that doesn't turn to gold Well, food, crafts, genealogy. Now that you mention it, I just want her to heal me. Just you know. Oh, oh! Speaking of genealogy, so we had gone our entire lives never knowing who this was. Monday afternoon, she texts me that she has found out who it was, and by oh, then we drove to the Dalles. Oh yeah, that night. So my my mom lives uh, three hours one way from here, and now we knew it was. The, the, the code had been cracked, and rather than try and tell her over the phone, we drove after work that three hours one way to tell her the story, the news. So she had three hours to assume you were coming to tell her you were dying. Well, we tried we tried to get her to meet us for dinner. In, yeah, for fuck's uh, sake, come on. Where did we, we try and get her to meet us? In Troutdale. Out, in Troutdale, and she's like, no, I'm sick. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to make you soup. So made her soup, and then... Well, show up at the door with soup and then she's like you're pregnant and I'm like no <laughs> no there would have been a ripple in the sorry what else could it be that's not happening yeah. yeah so it was it was a really fantastic once in a lifetime moment to to tell to sit down and say well big things have happened found Jesse 
And then like three, two, one. (gasps) (laughs) Waterworks as soon as she realized who it was. And she had been apprehensive her whole life about finding who he was because mm. maybe you know sure. clearly these they people have lived their own lives yeah. and mm. they they may not want her mm. and she went so far as to uh contact uh unsolved mysteries the tv mm. show back in the 80s mm-hmm. and provided them with the story and they were going to put the picture on the, the, the show mm. and you know see if anybody had any information and then the producer was talking to her and she was showing signs of apprehension and they said, eh, you may not be ready for this. Maybe mm. we shouldn't do it. So, so they didn't. Mm. And up until really recently, you know, at age 66, she was finally able to say, okay, maybe I do want to know. But again, she wasn't, she wasn't taking the steps. Mm. Right. So this one here steps in and. <laughs> I have a, I don't know if I told you guys um, last time that the 23 and me madness, uh-huh. I discovered my uncle, my mom's brother, had an extramarital affair. Oh. Just after he got married. Yeah. So his daughter found me. Oh wow. Through ancestry. Oh and we God. actually she goes, Do you know blippity blop? And all of a sudden all these people started making sense and I'm like, holy shit. And I go, you know that he has this daughter, this daughter, this daughter. He goes, no, I did it. So we started writing back and forth and writing back and forth because she's probably in her seventies. Oh, and wow. she just found out that who her dad was mm-hmm. and that because of him being Mormon, she didn't want to rock the boat. Whoa, whoa, you know? wait a minute. That, that can't be. You just need to stop talking. <laughs> no, <it's> a... <laughs> but anyway, so it's fun. Yeah. It's that, that is amazing to be able to find out like love child and it is weird. Well, it's it, really weird. It turns out in the past people had sex. Did they though? We, I yeah, it's, it's unappetizing, but it turns out. Okay. Yeah, but like he had special underwear and all kinds of stuff to prevent that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, we found out that his mom was actually planned because huh. uh, her father was in love with this Japanese woman, and he was actually already married. So he got married in the states Ooh. before he left. Mom married him off to make sure that he wouldn't do this. So, anyways, she was planned in an effort to try and get him out of his mm. marriage, and his. So she was put up for adoption when she was seven months old. I got nothing. Yeah. I, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what you know about the, the missing daughter. I told you about my missing aunt. Uh, you I did, you but let's yeah. for the listeners. It was just a missing aunt because uh, I was doing yeah, research. Missing aunt, um, missing aunt. <laughs> before, um, oh God, it was a long time ago. I was still living in Arizona, and um, I wanted to be on the Daughters of American Revolution because we our family came over in like the late 1600s. So I ran into a woman online accidentally because I one day I was bored I typed in board family website and up pops this website from a, a gal in Maryland who ends up being like my, my fifth cousin oh sorry sorry I don't have my cans on um fifth cousin blah 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 and long story short she says I'm in the DAR you should be too it's you know it's a good worthy organization whatever so I went okay let me do this da, 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 da. and you have to trace your ancestors and find revolutionary soldiers okay from American Revolution so I went through. And their airports. And when they securing the airports. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. One of mine did. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Work TSA. Ooh. Sorry. Too much drinking going on. Okay. Um, anyway, so I had to go through all this stuff and look at this, look at that, look at these records here and there. And I stumbled across uh, a census that had a young, like a nine-month-old baby in my dad's household. A young Elvis Presley. Yeah. 
This is no, this was like in the twenties. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, Young Carl so Perkins. There was <laughs> my uncle Holly. He was the eldest, and then it was Buddy um, Holly. Buddy Holly. Um, and then man, he was like three, and the Mason was like two, and then there was this little nine-month-old baby named Millie. Hmm. And or no, Matilda. Matilda. Oh, that's what it was. Matilda. Yeah, I love that. And Dad wasn't there yet. And then you go to the next census record, gone. Absolutely gone. Hmm. So I called my uncle, and he was like 90 at the time. He'd start losing it a bit, and he had no idea what I was talking about because I didn't have a sister. I'm thinking, Holly, you were three. How the fuck were you even going to remember that your mom may have miscarried? You don't know. You sure. don't know. And what's weird is, or not miscarried, but something like yeah, that, death or something that's weird. not a sister make yeah sorry yeah what happened that's where my brain went because my my dad was like in the tummy oh. when his sister died oh she died the same year that he was born in a bank robbery in a bank robbery okay. um i thought i remember that right wow no but anyway it's weird though because for you so long it was just brothers all four of the brothers 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 and then all of a sudden we find this and my brother didn't believe me. I'm like, it's in the fucking record, Gary. Look it up. Not you. Different brother. Oh, sure. Here, Chet. And this well, now to Chet. I think the theme is that there was a um, special time in our past where when there was something that happened like the death of a child or an affair, the best possible thing you could do was pretend it never happened. Yep. Yeah. Let's we should get back to that. that anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's not tell anyone what happened mm-hmm. and just move ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Anyway, so I'm, 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 I'm done. Okay. I'm done with my stories. Well, let's call it the Tangent Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite an episode. I know. And spit in that tube, will you? Send it in. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Gary. I'm Dory, just Dory. And I'm the best part of the show. Oh, he said it. As far as he knows. Spit in lounge. <laughs>